so first of all i would like to thank you for um, accepting our request to talk with us about your uh, journey and experience in your field thanks a lot mm -hmm. welcome so uh, guys uh, here we have mr ruchit goti he is uh, the co-founder of uh, scolfe so sir um, i did read about you and your company briefly but i would like to hear more mm -hmm. so how is your journey and how it started so uh, just to give you a brief anania uh, first to let you understand as to uh, how uh, we went into the conceptualization of this entire venture uh, see, uh, me and my ex colleague uh, mr santosh uh, we have been together uh, i mean we know each other for the last a decade and a half right we have been part of various uh, banks and other financial services company we wow. also have another venture in which uh, we i mean a decade back uh, we started a consultancy in which we help out a lot of companies to raise funds now from there we understood uh, since we had been uh, in touch with a lot of educational institutions over the last uh, say 10 so we understood that there are uh, there are problems which uh, school faces as far as uh, uh, how i should put it is that uh, how they collect the fees from the students for that matter and also what we understood on the other side so are you able to hear me yes sir yes sir please continue okay okay so what we also understood we did a survey of uh, some around 100 plus schools down south and almost say around 2000 odd parents wherein we realized as to uh, there is always a gap as far as uh, paying uh, how i should mention is the fee as a lump sum right the schools actually collect the fees in two to three tranches and that's where the first tranche to be made uh, to be paid by the parents is quite heavy and that's where we arrived at a product wherein we could help both the schools as well as the parents to ease their monthly outflow so uh, i mean since i'm talking to a very young age crowd i mean i'm just giving you an example saying that if you have 100 rupees right but you have to spend those 100 rupees for various things it's always better to break that 100 rupees into smaller amounts and then uh, start paying it on a monthly basis so here we are trying to break this entire yearly fees into a monthly structure and what we do is that we pay this entire 100 rupees to the school upfront and then collect it from the parents in the next 10 to 12 months so this is where uh, in our venture what happens is that we provide a solution to both the ends of the education spectrum which is your the provider of education which is institute and the receiver of education which are the students and the parents who actually pay the fees on behalf of their students so in a nutshell this is what the problem and the solution which we are putting across in this venture just to give you an idea about our uh 
journey in this venture we are like now 7 to 8 months old we conceptualized this somewhere in last year september and then obviously we have to form companies we have to start recruiting uh, so we we conceptualized the company somewhere in november we started recruitment in december and that's where we already started connecting with various educational institutions across the country and we are now uh, getting into the mode where we are operational and we start helping the parents so it's a digital lending platform so nowadays uh, there is no uh, i mean the way to reach out to everybody is through a digital forum so it's a digital lending platform yeah, yeah. and uh, so the parents have to come online submit a couple of documents and then that's all within say 5 to 10 minutes uh, they understand whether it is possible to take this product or not and then again digitally through various agreements etc okay piece is paid by us to the school so it's a very simple process It's um just to take you through the challenges with yeah the same something please yeah tell uh, go on sir okay so um just to take this young crowd through uh, the challenges or where does a passion come from for an individual to start something on their own uh just to give you an idea uh while you are working i mean when you start at working for somebody else uh that's where you realize after gaining experience that there are various problems which cannot be solved if you're part of a much larger organization why because what happens is a larger organization has a much larger vision they have n number of things to do so focusing on a specific problem and then executing it becomes a problem mm-hmm. and it becomes a challenge i should say so any yeah. journey for an individual especially a startup uh it actually begins when you to identify one particular problem have your focus on that problem then start looking at solutions through depending upon how the environment is so let us say if this would have been formed 25 years back we would have been not looking digital because obviously india didn't had that many smartphones that kind of internet connection but yes physically whatever would have been possible would have been given to the consumer at that point of time now today since the entire world has moved towards digital it's much easier to form companies it is much easier to execute so the idea is that an individual identifies a problem gets passionate about solving that problem uh, looks at various scenarios as to how he can break down the problem to number of blocks and then start addressing those problems or blocks by giving individual solutions and then mm. figuring out how you can scale it to a uh, for it to reach a mass number of people or or a large population through the easiest possible mode of distribution so that's how any journey starts and then there are obviously challenges because you start uh, you you figure out that yeah you're going to do a b c but then uh, marketers market or maybe the situations are moving towards xyz that's where you try and bring things together you have to face daily challenges there are certain things which you thought in mind which cannot come on paper or cannot be executed so simply because there are regulatory issues or there are 
there might be a possibility of product issues or technical issues etc etc so it's a daily challenge in any startup to keep on figuring out what the problems are to uh, uh, put the solutions as fast as possible and then execute them so as to uh, ensure that the product reaches the right consumer as the at the fastest possible time so this is how our journey has been i mean we we conceptualized and we did a lot of research and the product I and mean, team formation then product formation and now we are operational and good to go so we have already started our transactions and that's how really innovative and this really journey true. has been the last six months right so uh, what else do you want to i mean figure yeah, out so- uh the brand name scolfe it is actually really a uh, unique and different so mm-hmm. uh what did you uh, how did you think of this and what does it imply actually yeah yeah you told the whole intro but that right. particular name is really unique so that's why okay so uh, see scol comes from the latin word uh, it's a place wherein you learn something i mean it's a it's a latin form of school Oh okay. Right. But we yes. are not limiting yeah we are not limiting ourselves to a school only. We are also mm-hmm. talking about here of a crowd which anytime wants to educate itself and elevate itself. That's where mm-hmm. our tagline is about educate and elevate. So we are present in the K12 segment uh, wherein we give this product to the school and the parents and the students who are there in K12 segment. plus what we also do is we provide a lot of help with the same product to the upskill institutions now uh, let us assume that somebody wants to while he is working wants to do certain certif- i mean various certification course let us say a sap course or a data science or a scrum various courses hmm. are there which you have to keep on doing in order to have an edge above your peers right in a place when you're there in organization there will be 15 people at the same level now how you highlight yourself by doing this upgradation courses depends on your zeal and enthusiasm where you want to grow in your career and where you want to take this step yeah so we also help yeah. these upskill uh, courses so that's where we um, we put the words call that means a place where you can learn anything we didn't want to limit ourselves to school and fee i mean fe is a short form of the fee just in order to create that uh, conversational inquisitiveness by anyone like you for that matter i mean what does fee stand yeah. so it, it's Lots. about uh, putting a wrong spelling so that there is a, there are questions about why did you put fe and not fee so these are conversational ice breakers that's where we came up with this mm, okay Right. So, do you call yourself as a? Do you describe yourself as an accidental entrepreneur or a planned one? No, it's been a planned one. My second planned venture. One. Yeah. yeah. So this is my second venture. I started almost twelve years back with another venture. I was a, a co-founder in another firm called Capital Nine. It is still functioning. My other partner is taking care of it. he is also a part in this venture but as a investor and that mm-hmm. firm is still running because we need somebody to focus there and keep on running so okay. it's a planned one 
we work so, for ten years in various yeah. banks, and then we decide to yeah. Yeah, awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. I know that entrepreneurship is risky, and uh, I also read that. Uh, you uh, you are ex bankers and uh, you had twenty plus years of experience and stuff. So, so uh, why did you choose to become uh, choose to start your own business like to become an entrepreneur? Okay. What initiated? Uh, so right. So the first time, which was a decade and a half back, when we we moved out of our comfortable job, we were. Heading a certain region for that matter, both in me and my ex colleague, we were heading the southern region for Chola um, Mandalam, uh, which belongs to the Paris group. Now that you are there in Chennai, you would know Paris, you know, yeah. right? The Murugappa yeah. group. Yes. So we were part of that organization, and uh, we were doing uh, loans for various small businesses. I mean, we used to. Uh, help them out by uh, giving them right advisory, but to a company. So when I when I mentioned earlier also, being a part of the large organization, so you have to live up to their vision and their limitations also. So there'll be too many number of things which you have to do in order to uh, uh, make that large organization survive. So you start. I mean, you don't have that focus. So mm. we then realize that we have to focus only on catering to the small and medium enterprises uh, we should be basis our expertise in doing those kind of loans we should move on we should start our own consultancy which focuses only on these kind of businesses rather than focusing on too many things and mm. the other idea was that we had grown too fast i mean both me and my colleague we became zonal heads uh, within a span of 6 years of our 5 to 6 years of our overall career and that's where when you grow too fast you start burning out as far as uh, limiting again yourself towards the organizational uh, what you call boundaries as such so that was that is where we decided that we should do something on our own uh, we might be able to focus on couple of problems and provide the solution which we are looking at uh, to the utmost of our pleasure and uh, requirement and that that's where our A prime motive was to move okay. out and then start. Okay, so one important question is that uh, uh, the customers will be from that uh, institutions, like educational institutions, right? Right. And what do you exactly do to them? The services. Okay, so customer meaning here. See, uh, like uh, let's take an example of uh, you guys, right? so uh, there is a fees which has to be paid to the school right so yeah in, so instead of the parents paying the fees to the school in mm. three tranches or whatever is the requirement of the school we pay the entire money annual fees of a student to the school okay and okay. then we ask the parents to pay us in equal installments without any interest i don't know at this stage of being there in the ninth standard whether you will understand what how the interest and the loans work but uh, so it's it's like breaking a lakh rupees into 10 10000 rupees each on a monthly basis now there are so many families in india i mean there's so many schools there's so many families there's a huge middle class uh, there's always a 
affordability issue there are various parents who actually have to compromise because they are not able to afford that huge first semester fees in various schools right so they have to compromise mm. and put their wards in those schools where the uh, where they are able to uh, gather that much money and ensure that the first semester hefty amount is paid or and i mean admission fees is paid and things like that the idea here is that if i break that into 10000 rupees let us say somebody who cannot accumulate 50000 rupees to be paid every year in the first semester i am giving them an option of getting their ward admitted in the school at 10000 rupees right by okay. paying 10000 rupees every month so the first month their outflow from their wallet is only 10000 rupees instead of a 50000 with that 10000 you can uh, go to the uh, school or college which you dream of and then 10000 rupees every month you can uh, keep on paying and in the 10 months you can pay the lakh rupees which actually would have gone in a lump sum and from the institution angle see they would have collected 50 then they have to collect the next 30 and then they have to collect the next 20 only in december yeah. and january so yeah. i am giving the lakh rupees to the school of front they can put up basketball courts they can put up football courts they can put up labs by accumulating that money and using it for their uh, infrastructure development wow so it helps on both sides of the education aspect so we give those parents uh, who apply with us there is a small procedure we run through that and then on their behalf for the student we pay the fee to that school okay. and they oh. pay us every month in a in a very very small amount so that's what that that's what we are trying to bring the affordability to quality education was awesome so do you think entrepreneurship can be taught and where you are taught uh no see so you have to take the plunge and then only learn i don't okay. think it can be taught in a, a school or a mba college it comes from within many people what they do is they take the plunge immediately after their graduation they feel that it is there and a lot of people take it even while they are there in school so there are school dropouts which enter it 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 cannot be taught why because uh, until unless you uh, enter you won't be able to understand what every hour is demanding uh, sitting on a fence uh, as he say or uh, ha- having a look at it from outside is not going to give you any kind of guidance as to what is required once you take the plunge then then you will have to figure out how to sail yeah okay so last at last um, any uh, small tips for aspiring entrepreneurs like us maybe even uh, our future maybe we can also be entrepreneurs so any small tips for that from your uh, side what i should say is that uh, at this stage you should look at what uh, what is your maximum interest level right i mean what are you most interested in because that in a 9th 10th 11th standard you start molding yourself where you decide as to where you want to take yourself uh, post 11th standard what stream you want to choose yeah you have to yeah you will have to be really focused as to what exactly you want to do in life in that particular stream identify problems uh, which can be addressed 
uh, and can be provided a solution. And I'm sure you will be able to figure out more and more people who can join you in addressing mm. and giving the solution to that problem. So focus on wow. what interests you most. If you don't want to take the plunge immediately, park yourself in a similar kind of organization for at least three to five years. Learn the tricks of the trade, learn how to handle the pressure of your bosses, etc. So that when you become the boss, you also treat people in the same manner in which a good boss would have treated you, guided you. And uh, then you can become a good leader in order to have a better team, which can give you all the respect and sail through. Individually, it is very difficult to solve any problem, believe me. So one, yeah. if it doesn't come from within, one should learn for the first four, five years and then take plans in order to. Really for, true. I mean, yeah. So, wow. so, sir, it was a pleasure talking to you and uh, I got to know like so much information and you've been doing so much good and stuff. So thanks a lot for joining today, sir. Mm. You guys are doing a really good job in ninth standard. I couldn't figure out that I could even take an interview somehow. <laughs> so, good. All the best to you guys. Uh, do well, whatever you are thinking. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Sir. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Take care.